Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and today we're going to talk about the Crossroads Classic, in addition to a little bit of SEO, and we've got some bonus segments. But first, let's head into our first segment. List building with Joe. And this week, we're not going to do one, just one list. We're not going to do just two lists. We're actually going to do three lists. So I'm going to go through them uh, rather quickly because they're all kind of the same idea. Um, And really what it is, is I've had uh, a little bit of time to kind of screw around with some different lists. And I really like Outmaneuver. I enjoyed... (coughs) the little bit of time I was able to put two copies into uh, a single list and I wanted to see if I could do that again. So I was able to do it. (coughs) Yeah, excuse me. Uh, I was able to do it in three factions and those are uh, so far Rebel, Empire, and Republic. So let's start there with Rebel and we have Tycho Kelchu in the A-Wing with Outmaneuver, Marksmanship, and Jamming Beam. Luke Skywalker with Instinctive Aim, Attack Speed, Proton Torpedoes, and R2-D2. So, boy, Luke. Ahsoka Tano <coughs> in the A-Wing with Al Maneuver. Hole Oaken in the Y-Wing with, and this is boy, Hole, <coughs> Hole, wow. Sorry for coughing in your guys' ears. And then the last one is Keovenzi with Juke. Um, so, what you've got is you've got... Two flankers in your uh, I-5A wings, and then you've got your your center squad with Luke and uh, Hole, and then Keo's kind of your objective runner can do what she wants. So anyway, that's the Rebel version. The Im- Imperial version we're looking at uh, something a little bit differently. Um, <coughs> we've got uh, Starter Pack Merrick. That's the one with Elusive Outmaneuver and Afterburners. Then we've got Duchess with Outmaneuver, Lone Wolf, and Seismic Charges. Then we've got Rear Admiral Chernu with Disciplined, Death Troopers, Darth Vader, Agile Gunner, and Dauntless. And rounding out the list, we've got Tomax Bren, and this is the uh, the Bomber Pack Tomax Bren with uh, True Grit, Plasma Torpedoes, and Ion Bombs. And you can kind of run Merrick and Tomax together if you want. But the idea is you have Merrick on one side, Duchess on the other, and Rack right up the middle. Um, just to raise raise havoc on your opponents. And then the last one is, <clears throat> and I said we were able to do this in Republic, and we are. We have Delta-7 uh, Adigala without maneuver and CLT. Plo Koon with Brilliant Evasion outmaneuver CLT. And then for your center force um, slash objective runner, we got Slider uh, with Dedicated in the Z95. And then we've got Oddball and Wolf in the Sock Arcs. And again, their job is just be the center force, soak up damage, and allow your uh, flankers to get into position and really take advantage of that outmaneuver. So anyway, those are the three lists for this week. 
let me know what you think in the Discord. Let's head into our next segment. AMG Rules Forum. And we do actually have some rules to read this week. Um, this... We'll start with starter set versus rules reference rules disparity. Disparity. OP. Partially executing a maneuver situation. Starter set has a series of four photos showing an X-Wing partially executing a too hard right turn, which results in overlap of a TIE fighter. But since there is no space between the TIE and the nearby Y-Wing, it bumps into a friendly ship. The last pick then informs us that the x Wing should suffer the effects of overlapping a friendly ship. Unfortunately, the rules reference guide clearly states that the overlap only takes into consideration the final position a ship would have, and a ship suffers the effects of overlapping a friendly ship only if the ship's final position comes into conflict conflict with a friendly ship's position, aka a friendly ship is preventing the one executing maneuver to stand there. It doesn't matter which ship they actually bump into. Which one is correct is the correct understanding of the rules since it has a major impact on gameplay and list building. And the answer, the description in the rules reference guide of how to resolve the overlapping ships is correct. Okay. Next one, we've got Kylo Ren, and I'll show you the dark side. OP, if Kylo Ren has assigned, I'll show you to the dark side to an enemy ship, and Kylo is then killed before the condition is met, does the I'll show you the dark side disappear from the game, or does it stay on the assigned ship till the condition is met? Answer, an assigned I'll show you the dark side condition card is only removed from the ship when the condition is met, or if it is reassigned by the Kylo Ren player. <clears throat> okay. Next one. Fuel leak and Re- Rebel Chewbacca Beskar reinforced plating, impervium plating. Hello, I have a question about how the fuel leak damage cards interacts with cards such as Rebel Chewbacca Beskar plating and impervium plating. Per this ruling, even if a ship turns a card face down, discards a face-up card, it is still treated as suffering a critical damage and it gives there. The fuel leak card reads after you suffer a critical damage, suffer one regular damage and repair this card. If a ship with a face-up fuel leak card suffers critical damage but uses Chewbacca, Beskar, or Impervium Plating on a subsequent critical damage to turn it face down or discard, would they still suffer the effects of the fuel leak because they are still considered to have suffered, suffered critical damage? <clears throat> Answer. Yes. The critical damage is has still been suffered. Being dealt a card face-up is a consequence of suffering a critical damage and not having any active shield charges remaining. Chewbacca, Beskar, Impervium all trigger from being dealt a face-up damage card and only modify how the card is dealt, not dealt or not dealt in some cases, and do not change the fact that the critical damage was suffered initially. As a result, they still must resolve the effect of fuel leak, even if the ability is used to change how the face-up card was dealt. Just like fuel leak must be resolved, even if you suffer a critical damage to shields, and no card was dealt. While this is rare, it can occur due to abilities that allow shields to be recovered. 
And the last question for this week is damage engine and red turn maneuvers. OP, if the turns on my dial are already red stress maneuvers and I received a damaged engine crit, do I increase the maneuver difficulty to purple as purple is considered the hardest maneuver or does it just remain a red maneuver? Thanks. Answer, an ability that increases the difficulty of a red maneuver or decreases the difficulty of a blue res- maneuver can resolve but has no additional effect. All right. That's the rules for this week. Let's head into the next segment. And now it's time for the main event. And in true Salt Mines faction, we're going to go through the mid-tier list at Crossroad Classics. Now, Crossroads wasn't an official event. Um, I I understand they're trying to make it that way. Who knows if that'll happen. But regardless of all of that, it was a uh, fairly high player count tournament so we're going to look at it we're going to look at those mid-tier lists based off of the uh, typical things that we analyze here at the salt mines is uh, player decision and variance if any of those changed would these lists have made it towards the top so let's go ahead and start by breaking these down and let's look at what we see so first We've got a Republic list. We've got Sock, Wolf, and Jag. Padme with R2C4, Passive Sensors, Daredevil, and Plasma Torpedoes. Mace Windu with R4P17, Heightened Perception. And Click with R3 Astromech, the Besh Configuration, Synchronized Console, and Dedicated. So this list, um, and I'm going to assume that's Delta 7B Mace Windu. But I think the idea on this list here is um, you've so you've got a couple tricks that you may not have seen in a while. Those those veteran players you've probably seen it, but putting Daredevil on uh, Padme or really any one of the uh, the N ones is uh, basically a, a way to do a three talon, so to speak. It's like a three talon extra. Um, where you still get your evade token, but uh, turn around the direction that you want. So um, that's where that is. And um, yeah, so anyway, that's the list. Get out of there. Sorry, my dog is helping me podcast here. Um, All right, Uh, the next list we have, and I love to see it, Lebo, and this is a scum and villainy list, standard loadout Lebo, Dace Bonearm with Pre Vizsla, Contraband Cybernetics, and Moldy Crow Title, Sarasu with Proton Torpedoes, and Finn Rao with Cutthroat, Fearless, Mandalorian Optics, and Beskar Reinforced Plating. Now, this is only four ships, um, right? And there's not a double tapper in there, but you've got some pretty hard hitting four ships. So, um, I think I'll. I'll let them slide. No, I'm just kidding. They they obviously did well uh, going getting three wins. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I love Lebo. Uh, such a fun ship to fly. Uh, standard loadout one is you know kind of better, but then again, you can only get it in the Rebellion. So uh, I'm I'm liking to see Lebo. Uh, in the Scum and Villainy, and making progress. Anyway, all right, next, 
We go another Republic list, and we have Sock, Oddball, Wolf, and Jag. Then we have Customizable Click with Marksmanship, R3, the best configuration seismic charges, Broadside with Iron Cannon Turret and Proton Bombs, and Slider with Lone Wolf. Um, so a six-ship Republic list. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could see it. Broadside's a good piece. That gives you four, eight, slash, nine health, one agility ships. Um, click to kind of reduce some of the incoming violence to them, and Slider is an objective monkey. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can dig it. Uh, Lone Wolf uh, in a six-ship list seems... Seems a little risque to me, but, um, yeah, I mean, this person did well with it, so maybe they, they got it off. I would probably put dedicated in there if I'm running six chips, but that's, again, just me personally. All right, next we see Resistance, and we have Bo Dameron and the Falcon with Ray's Falcon title, Engine Upgrade, Ray, Chewbacca, Trickshot, and Lone Wolf. Nine Nub with Heavy Laser Cannon, S-Foils. R6D8, Pattern Analyzer Heroic, Eloatsi with Heavy Laser Cannon, S-Foils, Marksmanship Heroic, and Temin Wexley with Underslog Blaster Cannon, S-Foils, M9G8, and Heroic. Interesting that he has the Underslog Blaster Cannon on there is on the I-4 X-Wing, which I'm not sure when he's actually going to use that unless he's using it specifically to turn off outmaneuver, but... Again, we're not seeing very many copies of that run nowadays. It's almost priced out of the game. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, well done. All right, next we are going to another Republic list, and um, this one should seem very familiar. We have Sock, Oddball, Wolf, Jag, and Anakin. And then Padme with Marksmanship, Passive Sensors, Proton Torpedoes. It's a good standard, or uh, a standard good list. Um, difficult to fly, but, um, you know, not, not surprised to see it breaking that 50% barrier. All right. Next, we see Empire, and we see Fifth Brother with Brilliant Evasion Homing Missiles. Pay-to-play Vader, or... Um, Squadron Pack Vader, however you want to refer to him as. Captain Faroff with Iron Limited Override, Captain Hark, and Targeting Computer. Tomax Bren, and I believe this is Bomber Pack Tomax. And then Major Rhymer with Sat Salvo Barrage Rockets and Seismic Charges. So a little bit, I mean, these are all really good Empire pieces, so putting them all together it really shouldn't surprise you to see a list going... Um, like that so you know it's 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 kind of now that if you take solid pieces out of each faction and you put them into a list you have a competitive list all depends on what you do with it all right next we go to the empire and we see rack with dauntless electronic baffle proton bomb agile gunner moff jerderod death death troopers and ruthless Tomax Bren, um, I believe, again, it doesn't specify, so I'm guessing this is Bomber Pack Tomax. Morna Key with Electronic Baffle, Iron Bombs, Agile Gunner, Novice Technician, Darth Vader, Ruthless, 
and then Major Reimer with Proton Bombs, Barrage Rockets, and Ruthless. So lots of health um, in this list. Two Decimators, two Bombers. Uh, Makes me shudder thinking about it. And I'll also point out this person um, just shy of 100... um, Uh, objective points so obviously playing the objectives well um, but yeah not not unbeatable just just a lot of beef all right next we go back to the resistance and we see a 5t70 variant so we've got Tem and Wexley with r68 s foils and pattern analyzer Greer oh I love Greer I haven't seen him enough uh, with Heroic and Advanced Optics, Zori Bliss with Dorsal Turret, Wartime Loadout, Plasma Torpedoes, R4 Astromech, Tally, Tally, oh, haven't seen her in a while either. Heroic, Marksmanship, Trickshot, Advanced Optics, and then Eloatsi with M9G8, S-Foils, and Predator. That's an interesting build-out on a lot of these lists, but I love seeing some of those A-Wings in there. Um, yeah, did well. Okay, next one, we're going back to Republic, and we see Sock, Oddball. Then we see um, Customizable Wolf with Expert Handling, R4P, Astromech, Veteran, Tail Gunner. Mace Windu, Heightened Perception, R4P17. I'm guessing this is Delta 7B Mace. Rick Olay with Plasma Torpedoes, Lone Wolf, Marksmanship, and R2C4. And Contrail. Customizable Contrail with the Besh configuration, Seismic Charges, R7A7, and Expert Handling. Um, Kind of a a little bit different take. I mean, there's nothing wrong with these pieces, but they're definitely more efficient pieces in the Republic. But I I say that saying this person did well and, um, you know, was was playing the objectives well. All right, two more lists. Uh, We're going back to Scum. We see Paylob with Marksmanship, Lando... False Transponder Codes in Moldy Crow. Bosk with Marksmanship Expert Handling. Lappin with Marksapal Closure, Heavy Laser Cannon, Targeting Computer. Cad Bane with Cutthroat, Ion Cannons, Anadu Blood, Triple Zero. And Finrau with Marksmanship, Mandalorian Optics, and Shield Upgrade. Again, all, all really good pieces. Um, yeah, I, I don't don't know what else to say about it. Did well. And the last one that we'll read is Resistance. And this is BB-8 with Automated Target and Priority and Han Solo. Temin Wexley with Heroic, Ferrosphere Paint, R-68. And S-Foils, Eloatsi with Ferrosphere Paint, S-Foils, Plasma Torpedoes. Jarek Yeager with Lone Wolf, M9G8, Targeting Computer, Kaz, Fireball. And then Poe and the Falcon with Trickshot, Notorious, Novice Technician, Ray, Deadman Switch, and uh, Ray's Millennium Falcon. Not how I'd build out Poe, but again, nothing wrong with how he built out Poe. Just saying I would do it a little bit differently. Um, But solid pieces to put together in a list. Now, let's look at some statistics. If I would have uh, thought about it, I would have pulled these up earlier. Um, But we are going to go ahead and look at... 
the tournament breakdown. We see 13 um, Republic lists, 9 Rebel lists, 8 Resistance lists, 7 Scum lists, 5 Empire lists, 2 Separated lists, and 2 First Order lists. Um, with the most popular pilots overall being Sock Oddball, Sock Jag, Sock Wolf, then Boy Luke, then Tim and Wexley in the T70, then Sock Anakin. So kind of tells you a little bit about what everyone was flying. Elo Atsi in the T70, then Padme Amidala um, in there. So, yeah. Um, and so there we see a little bit more on the three and six ship list, but the majority being five ship with a splash of four ships. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see how the first order ended up doing because they weren't. Oh, first order just did terrible, like super bad. Top first order player uh, came in 31st overall. And that was uh, Silencer Kylo with Advanced Optics, Instinctive Aim, Lone Wolf, and Proton Torpedoes. Interesting choice. Lahuse with Pattern Analyzer, Proud Tradition, Special Forces Gunner. Scorch with Crackshot and Fanatical. Midnight with Crackshot and Predator. And Commander Malars with Magpulse Warheads. Okay, not how I'd build out any of those ships, except for Lahuse. Um, and maybe Midnight and Malars is okay. But... Um, Again, I'm I'm not an expert on here. I'm just a guy who has a podcast who occasionally wins. Uh, and then the other first order list only had a single win coming in at 43rd of 46. Uh, I'm sorry, of 48. Uh, and that was Major Von Reg with Deuterium Power Cells, Lone Wolf, Magpulse Warheads, and Marksmanship, which is exactly how I build him out. Uh, quick draw with Swarm Tactics, Special Forces Gunner, Panel Analyzer, and Fire Control System. Whirlwind with the Enhanced Jamming Suite, Fanatical Marksmanship, Rockets, and Sensor Scramblers. Malarus with uh, Magpulse Warheads, and Midnight with Fanatical and Swarm Tactics. Um, not, not a terrible list, per se. Um, I think we're leaning a little bit too much into trying to get... Whirlwind I-6, but then the clusters would make more sense than the proton rockets. Um, yeah, I'm being a little bit overly critical. Um, that's that's how the First Order did. First Order's not seeing a lot of play overall. As a matter of fact, if I back up here and I just look at um, the 20 most frequent lists by pilots... Um, Yeah, five ship first order is the most common architect for the first order. And let's see, faction overview. Uh, for first order, four ship first order, we're seeing a 1.5% representation. And a five-ship first order is 7.3% representation. So if people are bringing first order, it's typically five ships, uh, which, again, is the average and what you think. So that all makes sense to me. Okay, now that I am done blabbing, 
on that, let's talk about SEO for a minute. Uh, I just got word we are sitting now at 14 players. So if you hear this episode before uh, SEO, which happens on uh, the 21st of October, um, and you're in the SoCal area, please come out, sign up. Let's get that 16, let's get that invite out into some good hands instead of into the trash because the kit's getting used no matter what. All right, um, let's head into our last segment. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for your time. It means a lot to me. Please consider leaving a review however you consume this podcast. It lets other people know why they should listen and tell your friends. Thank you to our patrons, who without this podcast would not be possible. As you know, I like to end each episode with a question. And this week's question is... What is your favorite customizable card? And does it see play? This is Sailor Joe, signing off. You're not alone.